We try so hard in our lives to fit in. We try to fit into certain groups, certain frats, certain sororities, you know, among certain friends, yet the people we idolize are most are the ones that stand out. But when you're prepared, there is no fear. There is no fear of failure, okay? Because even if you've walked out of something and you feel like you failed at it, your preparation is so strong that you're gonna take that failure and turn it into the outcome you desire. And most people stop at failure. We've all failed at things. It's the most powerful tool you can use, but it all depends on how you use it. It's that drive inside of you, okay? It's what we talk about, the dark side. The dark side is filled with failure but it's the fuel that burns you like something that's never burned inside you before. There's so many individuals out there that are so talented in different things that never accomplish anything. Okay, the world is filled with talented people. You know a lot of them yourselves. Okay, and they never accomplish anything. With talent has to come preparation, has to come action, has to come development of being able to take those talents, take those skills, continue to develop them, continue to sharpen them physically, continue to sharpen them mentally, because at some point, your physical talent is going to diminish. You go like this, but then you hit this plateau. And most people in that plateau, they go, wrong job, right. wrong relationship, wrong business, because it's not instantly fulfilling them. But the people that go, I'm gonna fight through and go deep. I'm gonna find a way to break through. I'm gonna find a way to learn and know more about this any human life so that I can help as many human beings as possible and it won't be bullshit, it's because I've lived it. There is a power in mastery. And how many people do you know are really committed to mastery today? Most people dabble in a million things, they master nothing and they wonder why they're unfulfilled. Because they're running for the sugar, the next thing that feels good, instead of getting past what doesn't feel good and getting to where you own something. We live in a Facebook world where people fake their life, put new filters, make it look different than it really is, tell stories that you know are totally full of it to make themselves look good. Because we live in this kind of false world where significance is more important than love. I think when you find your lowest point in your life, I think you're kind of open to a lot of things. I couldn't help but think about my mother. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I couldn't help but think about my mother. I remember being a kid, I was about five years old, she would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on Friday nights with a bunch of women. Now these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education, but they were smart black women. They were powerful black women. They had great stories to tell. And I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my matchbox cars, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke and they'd all start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her and he would leave the room and I'd walk in and I'd imitate one of those women and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get. 
until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school, and I got to this uh, intersection. I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six-lane intersection, and there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will someone help me cross? And there were all of these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school and he was going to sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh, out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so that young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. While everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining on this podcast show we shift the mindset from personal uh through personal development and business i am your humble host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there that just simply means ed now pull up to the dinner table I got some stories to tell. We we know Mr. Fist's slogan, never rest in the middle, always rest at the end. Three impact secret value points. Let's get it. Value point number one, start building your on your dream. Start building on your dream. 
Value point number two, mastery. Value point number three, practice, practice. Did I say practice? I think you get the just. Today's episode is entitled, No One Owes You Anything. Build Your Own Table. No One Owes You Anything. Build Your Own Table. Let's get into today's show. Family, I hope you enjoyed those clips today. As always, I try to find the best of the best, the greatest of the greatest to bring to the family. Um, because I want to be an inspiration. As Tyler said, I want to inspire because he inspired me. There's been many people that's come along in my journey that has inspired me. And now I'm in a position to really just start acting on it. What do I mean by that? I mean that I am tired of sitting on the sideline and watching. I am tired of hoping. I am tired of wishing. It's my time now. So when I come and I'm, I'm so excited and sometimes I trip over my words or can't say a word is because of the excitement that I have when I'm being inspired by these other people. You see, one thing that I understood about what Tyler was saying regarding the building your own table I struggled with that forever. And that's why I think it's so apparent and so it's, it's a responsibility of each, everyone that's a creator or everyone that has a voice or a platform to speak this out into existence of, of wanting to inspire people because of the fact you never know, as he was discussing, how someone else's dream can be tied to your dream. See, my dream has always been to help people, to serve people, to help people grow. When I learned something, I would be so eager to share it with them. And, and a lot of times I would, I would get people looking at me crazy, like, well, what are you talking about here? See, I remember there was a time where people were at a particular job that I was at and it was this cooler talk, you know, the cooler talk where you go to the break room and you talk about how dysfunctional the company that you work for is or how dysfunctional your manager is or how dysfunctional the team is that you're part of. And you go on and continue to have those talks. Don't don't trip. Come on, walk with me, work with me a little bit, because, you know, we've all been guilty of that. But one day when I started this journey of, of personal development, I, I got tired of having those conversations. And instead of talking, I became a listener. I mean, a true active listener. And at that point, I realized what was being said is people really didn't want change. They just wanted to talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. There's nothing wrong with venting. I think there's a difference between venting and complaining. And we've broke that down. But since we're on the topic, let's break that thing down again. See, venting is getting those emotions out and and saying, I'm frustrated. This shouldn't be happening. I can't understand. But now, after we've got all of that out, now, what are the actionable steps so we can correct this situation? But see, a lot of times there will be people at during this cooler talk that they didn't want to talk about actionable steps. They didn't want to talk about uh, how to make a change. And, and me being, you know, when you, it's funny when you start really listening to uh, things around personal development and business, 
and you start finding solutions and you're so excited to share it. You got to be careful, family, because everyone that you encounter may not be ready. Excuse me. They won't be ready for what you have to share. See, if someone came to you and said, you know what? I am tired of working at this job and there. And then you ask a posing question or excuse me, a probing question. Then what do you want to do about it? And they'll say, well, I don't know. And then you say, well, how did you get this job? Well, of course, I applied for the job and that's how I got it. Hmm. So if that's how you got that job, then why can't you do the same thing and look for another opportunity? A lot of times when we when we when we challenge people like that, we turn them off and when we turn them off, they start not wanting to bring those problems to us. Or I'll say this a better, better way. They'll they'll stop complaining about those because all you're going to do is going to, hey, let's solve what the issue is or what the problem is. See, when you start working on building your own family, this is not an easy road. When when I started this journey of actually creating companies and wanting to build my own, this has not been a, I see why a lot of people drop out. I see why a lot of people throw in the towel. I see why a lot of people just say, this is not for me. I'll just rather just go get a paycheck. And I'm with getting a paycheck, but I'm also with building your own on the side and building your own on the side. To me, I didn't know what that looked like. So I'm going out researching and I'm, and, and I'm doing running different experiments. I started uh, you know, selling things on eBay, still, still do sell things on Facebook marketplace, still do sell things on Poshmark, Macari, you name it. I was like, Oh, so then they entitled you as a reseller. Huh? Okay. That's cool. But I knew this is not the path. I still do it family, but I know that's not, that doesn't get me excited. That doesn't make, I feel like there's no really purpose in there, unless it's my, if it is different, if it's your own product, you created this digital product or you created this physical product in which is going to help people being a reseller to me is it is just an opportunity to fund my dream. I'll say that again, just in case if I missed you being a reseller and working a job is funding my dream. My dream of being a inspiration, my dream of being a motivational speaker, my dream of being a business owner that creates a financial means where no longer I have to need or count on anyone. I'm not saying and please don't mistake or misinterpret what I'm saying about um, building your own. And, and this is not for everyone. This is this is trust me, this is not for everyone. But for those who are willing to jump in build your build your parachute on the way down for those that are really ready just to say you know what enough's enough I'm tired of complaining I am tired of venting I am tired of being sick and tired I need to test this out I need to see if there's a match here see even Tony Robbins talked about it is that a lot of people don't want to master see he talked about dibbling and dabbling see I was one of those dibblers and dabblers but see now I understand there's a difference between dibbling and dabbling and experimenting. See, how can you find what you want to do in life unless if you go experiment versus dibbling and dabbling? Let me unpack that. So dibbling and dabbling is you've tried something, you hit a roadblock and you're like, oh, nope, this is not for me. Versus experimenting and saying, oh, I'm going to test this out and see if I enjoy it. And if I hit a roadblock, I want to see 
how I push through this roadblock. See, that's when you're really a true experimenter, when you can take what you're going through as far as the ups and downs and still having the courage, still having the goal, still having the mindset, the growth mindset to say, I'm still going to push through. And when you push through that particular issue or that particular problem and you realize that, yes, I still don't think this is for me. Let me let me experiment with something else. See, family, there is nothing wrong. But when you are a dabbler, you run from the you run from the issues of what you're going through as far as when you're trying to build. See, when I started off, as I told you, it was through reselling because I was like, well, I'm learning all this personal development. This has really helped me. And the 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 books that I've read and some of the courses that I've taken has really had a true impact on my life. But nobody's really going to want to listen to that. But then I got to thinking the thing that I have been running from, the thing that I've I've enjoyed that I can do uh, without any problem. Family, when I put these when I put a show together, I've tried multiple things. I tried to follow how someone else would put a show together with all these different points and how you should do a story and how you should do that. But that's not me. That's them. I can only be me and being true to me is I just talk about what I lived. I talk about how I got here and how I got here has been a process or it's been steps in motion that, you know, sometimes I I wish I didn't have to go through that. But then after I go through it, I'm like, man, I'm so grateful that I went through that. I was talking to my brother one day and we were having a conversation about entrepreneurship. Now, keep in mind, let me give you a little bit of the backstory. My brother and I are probably about 20 years in age, uh, 20, 25 years apart as far as age. And we didn't really literally grow up together because by the time, you know, I was born, he was in the armed, armed forces and, you know, he was doing his thing in a, his own career. So, of course, you know, we we met up along the way, but I'm saying he didn't grow up with me. And and one day we were talking and I was telling him about a product that uh, we were um, thinking about putting together and building. And I said, I, I told him a story about how mom would always say that she would get frustrated with him because, see, my brother is really good with his hands as far as taking things apart and putting them together. And she would get frustrated because when she would come in the home, in the house, she didn't know what would have been taken apart or put together. And one day my brother had a genius idea that he wanted to take the toaster apart and do something real crazy. So I'm sharing this with my brother and, and then he was laughing and, and then he said, you know, um, you know, bro, you know, I was thinking, he said, you're really an entrepreneur. And I was like, I said, what made you say that? He said, because every time I talk to you, you keep talking about things you're, 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 you're experimenting with and, and ideals that you have. And he said, why you don't trust yourself? Why you don't trust your calling? Why you don't trust what you've been put on this earth for? And that, that woke me up and I was like, oh, ooh. Why don't I trust it? And, and I had to think, I said, reason why I don't trust it. And I had to be careful how I answered the question to him because my brother would have tested me again and asked me so I, a different question. So I said, the reason why I didn't trust it is because I was taught that 
basically you go to school, you get a job, you get the nice house and everything like that. But they never told me about the debt that comes along with the college degree. They never told me about when you start at the bottom and you have people that are over you that may not have the same education, but they have the experience. So it really wasn't about their degree. It was more about the experience. So I said I was taught that way. So in, in long story short, he was saying well, bro, you need to unlearn all of that and you need to chase your goals. You need to chase your passion. So I started on this journey of really starting just taking risk as far as while I'm still working and taking the chance and taking a risk. See, a lot of times, family, we don't, we don't want to take the risk. We don't want to make the, the sacrifices that are, are required. If you work a nine to five job, which I do, then why not get up early in the morning and work a little bit at a time on your dream? Practice on the thing that you want. See, I don't know how many listeners I have. I don't know what the downloads is because it's confusing to me, the, the system that I use. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it says a, a particular number it says I got, you know, uh, uh, 500 or a thousand, you know, downloads on, uh, on an episode or whatever, but I don't know where they're coming from. It's confusing to me, but I just still keep going because it's only going to take for that one person or those 10 people or those hundred people or those thousand people to say, I want to rock with ED. I want to give him an opportunity because I see that he is really, truly passionate about this. He is really engaged. This is something not, not that he talks about. This is something he does. See, what we have to understand is, is that when you get to a point in life that you start really realizing your calling and your purpose Nothing gets in your way. There's been many times, family, that you you don't even know some of the technical issues that I've had, some of the the sleepless nights that I've had. And then I still get up on this mic and I still deliver what I said I was going to deliver. There's many times that I've said, you know, I just don't feel like doing this. And that's how I knew what the difference was between me wanting and needing to basically me needing to do something and me wanting to do something. See, I started doing reselling, but I kept quitting and, and, and stopping or half doing it. But when I started um, doing, you remember I, I told you before I was doing these videos, well, actually recording my audio in the car because I was really doing it to uplift myself. And I had took this course. And when I took this course, they had this challenge. And so I accepted the challenge and did a video with a cartoon type of experience with my voice behind it, uh, producing a video, basically 30 videos in a month, a, a video a day. And I, I, I mean, I really loved it, but I stopped doing it because I didn't see the monetary gain in it. I didn't see the financial part, but I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it so much because I, what I loved about it was me being able to take my creative side of me and just really just let loose and find video audio clips and video clips and, and how we're going to put this together. That was so much fun to me. And I got away from it because it wasn't making me money. It wasn't, it wasn't meeting the standards that I need in order to survive. And then once I took Russell Brunson's 30 days course, I said, you know what? Let me get on this. Let me do this podcast thing and see what happens. 
we're 150 plus episodes in and I've only I've only been doing this for what I probably less than six months, if that. And this has been the most this is the most fulfilled I've felt in a long time. I feel so excited when I get on this mic. I enjoy the opportunity to be able to take what I learned and see what I didn't realize what was happening in the background. When I'm going to search for these audio clips, what is happening is I am learning from people that I admire. I am learning from people that that are really helping me expire. And there's really low key. They're saying you can do it. You can do it. When are you really going to just jump and build that parachute on the way down? When are you really going to take that leap? It's not time yet. You got some more practice to do. So keep practicing because when the time comes, you got to be ready and you will be ready. So we're going to go through practice. We're going to keep practicing. We're not going to give up like we gave up when we started this before. We're not going to give in to whatever the obstacles that come your way. You're not going to stop this time, ED. This is meant for you. You was birthed to do this. This is your calling. And the only reason why is your calling is because of what you've been through. See, if you didn't go through some of these things, this probably wouldn't be your calling because they, the fans, the, the audience, the family would not be able to see and hear that passion in your voice that you have. I'm here, family, and I'm here to serve you. So family, whatever you want to go after, I do this for you. I do this for the people that's similar to me that's working a full-time job. And you have a dream, you have a calling on your life, and maybe you don't know your calling and you don't know your dream, but go out here and experiment with different things that may have sparked your interest. Start listening to things like the Impact Secret Podcast Show or finding things on YouTube or reading articles. Start exposing yourself to certain things so you can find out what is make what what gets you going. What you know when when um um, what's his name? Warren Buffett had talked about he he had this thing he said, and I'm a paraphrase because I, I end up destroying exactly what he said, but paraphrasing what he said in so many words, he said, find something that gets you excited to get out of bed. Do you know what gets me excited to get out of bed at 350 in the morning or three o'clock or four o'clock in the morning is this being able to get on this. I'm super excited. Like I can't wait to see what is going to come out of me today. I can't wait to see what am I going to deliver today? Cause each day I don't know. I don't, this is nothing that, you know, I've thought about it and I've told you about, I said, I'm, I'm thinking about, let me see what happens if I do maybe a batch uh, show where I batch up maybe two or three videos and see how I, you know, see how it works and how I feel. But family, Every day, this is coming. This is fresh. This is like you going to uh, your local Krispy Kreme's donuts if you have one and you're seeing that sign that says fresh. This is what's coming on. It's fresh. I don't know what's going to come out my mouth, but every day, every time before I get on this mic. I pray. I pray for a word that. It's not about me because it's not about me, family. It's about you. It's about me being an inspiration to say, yeah, I'm not good enough right now, 
but I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to practice. I'm willing to master this mic. I'm willing to be able to be ready and prepared when this when when the pandemic does open up and someone says, hey, come speak to us. We need a word that I can come and deliver a word that's so amazing that it arrests the kids or, or young adults or adults attention to a point where they say, you know what, we need to get up and do something with our life. We know what is more than more in us than what we're showing today. What sacrifices are you willing to, to make? What are you willing to go out and master? What are you willing to go out and practice on? I hope you enjoyed today's show because no one owes you anything. So you need to build your own table. No one owes you an opportunity. No one owes you a handout. Go get it. This has been your humble host, E.D., This has been another Impact Secret Podcast show.